The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Baby, now I got the flow. Cause I know it from the start. Baby, when you broke my heart. That I had to call my name. And show you that I win. Die for you, Mr. Unlimited. It's another big game for Big Honey. Holloway gets Seton Hall, and Todd Bowles will lead the Bucks. All on a Kaepernick captaining, Bruce Willis retiring, throwback Thursday edition. Of the program, oh, Jim! My goodness gracious! Who do you think you are? I am. What a dude! Let's go. Let's get it. Are you kidding me? I mean, like, give me a great one today. This show's got everything big stars, great storyline, oh, plot twist, death of a leading character you never saw coming. Romance, a boob, a and movie. <laughs> and an ending you never saw coming. Got a little bit of everything today for you guys. Uh, good win for the Nuggets. They're all good wins. It's hard, man, to win games. The NBA, I mean, even poop teams like the Pelicans and like uh, the Hornets, the Knicks. I mean, it's great players in the league. And for the Nuggets to, well, again, no one's better at blowing big leads than the Nuggets. You know, it's like no one's better than blowing big leads than the Nuggets. They were up by 18 or more than that. Were they by 30. More than, what? They were up by 30. Oh my God. Whoa. I did not know that. Yeah, at the end of the first quarter, it was 43 to 15. Okay. And they continued to pile on no, in the I, second quarter. And then at the end of the second quarter, that's when Indiana started ju- to rally. Jumped in the second half. It was halftime plus 17 and a half for the Pacers. And I'm like, ah, they're building that whole thing. They'll probably end up losing but by 10, which they did. But they came back to, I'm not sure, at least tie the game I saw. They took the lead. They took the lead. Dang, Nuggets, what are you doing? But do you know what? I'm not mad at you because... That comes with having talent and depth to be able to bury teams. Okay? I mean, that's just the truth. Dead the truth. So getting wins is one thing. Burying teams is another. The Nuggets, you know, it's they're getting wins with um, an, the MVP of the whole league and then a bunch of potatoes. You know? 100%. That's it. So do you see the uh, Austin Rivers ejection? I did. He uh, was with uh, Lance Stevenson was checking him at the top of like the three point, um, like the top of the key there. And he has the ball in his hands. He stopped and does like a fake kind of like a pump fake with the ball. But it kind of looks like he elbows Lance Stevens, who jerks back as though he was elbowed and they ejected him. So they ejected him for the notion like the fake. Not for they thought he really elbowed him. There was malicious intent. So, according to Tony Brothers, I had never seen anything quite like that before. It's embarrassing. 
It was embarrassing. It was pretty crazy. KD was right on point. He tweeted right after it happened, this is embarrassing. It's a horrible look for the NBA, a horrible look for Tony Brothers, and Brothers is developing Brothers. a bad reputation here in Denver specifically. Uh, it seemed, I don't know why he refs so many Nuggets games, and every time he does, something like this happens. Uh, a blown call or a, a, a short tee, and it's just ridiculous. He needs to be kicked out of the NBA. He's the worst ref I think I've ever seen. Well, let me tell you something, brothers. Uh, yeah, man, he's a real jerk. And Bone Thailand had a great game and went and hugged him after the game. Awkward hug the Tony brothers. Like he almost didn't like it, you know? Right. Force a guy to hug you. I like that. That's a good way to get back at a guy. Hug the guy who doesn't like to be touched. <laughs> Apparently, Bones was calling him Mr. Tony, and he didn't like that, and he was apologizing for calling him Mr. Tony. What did he want to be called? Uh, Brothers? Uh, Mr. Brothers? I, don't I mean, know. like, he can call him whatever he wants. What is, he just shut up. Referees just shut up about him and call him, you know, just call the game. This is emotional. Guys are playing at at a high level, grown men, physicality, emotions at its highest level. His, when you inject yourself into the action and we know who Tony, Tony Brothers is, that's a problem. Tony Brothers' ego is inflated Brothers. and it's starting to get in the way of basketball. It's enough. Enough is enough. Suspend him you know, or something. He well, needs some kind of ramification. So who would you call that a comeback win for? The Nuggets? Was that a comeback win when you're up by no. 30 <laughs> and you give up a lead? No. No? That was an epic collapse. Okay. That was not. 31 points. 31-point lead. Damn. Embarrassing. Uh, okay, so uh, yesterday I was on the Twitter and I saw that Bruce Arians is moving to the front office and Todd Bowles will now lead the box and Tom Brady. <laughs> and, and Liberace was gay. I mean, I didn't see that one coming. I mean, women loved him. What do you think? I was caught off guard. Um, well, how, was this in the making? I think Brady this, likes Todd Bowles. I, I heard that. You um, think that Tom Brady put Bruce Arians into retirement? Maybe. I think maybe they've been bickering a little bit. I would say t he wouldn't have come back until Todd Bowles was the coach, and that would have been a stipulation. Right. But he came back, and Bruce Arians was still the coach. He was a steal. You know? Yeah, I would think that might have been a, a stipulation in his return. But, you know, there, there, we, there were always those rumors. What was the problem with those two? I thought those two hit it off pretty well. Yeah, I, I heard that there was rumors that they didn't get along in the locker room, but Bruce Arians put that to rest, saying that it wasn't true, but maybe it was actually true. Um, and I remember he, used to, he was getting on Tom at the beginning of the season the two years ago when it was he was clunky and they he had one game where he threw all those picks and he got on him and it was like, oh, whoa. It was like, whoa. You know? Right. And maybe it's also because Bruce Arians is slapping guys up the head and they're grown men, and that, mm. that's not good. I mean, that's no big deal. Urban Meyer kicks the, the, his players. And look at where he is. And threatens them. Out of the job. Bruce Arians, out of the job. Tom Brady made Bruce Arians' head coaching career what it is today. Out of business! 
<laughs> Let's go to break. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text. And we'll talk about what that means for the Bucks. I like Todd Bowles. I'd have considered Todd Bowles here. But Nathaniel Hackett is obviously the right man for the job. This guy's got everything. Okay. 98.1 FM. 107.5 HD3. Watch us at Mile High Sports. Watch me at Mile High Sports right now. Hello, ladies. And by that, I mean my wife and daughters. Uh, Jake's got the ponytail going today. Jake, put the camera on yourself. What do you have to say for yourself, Jake? Just that I'm a new man with this yeah, uh, ponytail. He is a new man. He's a different and, guy with this know, ponytail. It just feels good. It feels good. Yeah. Do you know what? It feels good? Well, it looks good. Okay, I'm going to just come out and say that right now. Thank you. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, and you guys. My Tony brothers. My brothers. Back on the other side of Smiley Sports. a.m. The Mile High City. We're live from the Tech Center. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Uh, Lots of ways to get involved with the show. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. Jake's at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter. Uh, Text the show. You guys are, you know, we got like the best texters in town. Uh, Our callers, eh, all right. I'm just kidding. I love you guys. My Tony brothers. We're living together right now. We're getting our lives together. Tony brothers. Super MVP. My brother. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so... Yo, yeah, cool. Yeah, cool, cool. drunk. Where do we start here? Jake, I don't know what your thoughts on this guy are. He His best stuff was a little bit uh, before your time, okay? Okay. But Bruce Willis has some kind of condition where it's like affecting his speaking and he yesterday kind of, I guess, quietly retired from acting. And I think that Bruce Willis is one of the five greatest action heroes in the history of the National Movie Academy. Uh, Chris Rock. I think he's one of the greats. The Die Hard stuff, they're all great. All the Die Hards are great. Um, Pulp Fiction. Man, was he good in Pulp Fiction. Uh, Armageddon. If I can stay awake just to hear you breathing. What else do I like? Yeah. Um, The Fifth Element. Okay, we are some misses in there. Okay, but how about 
the last boy scout oh oh my gosh if you watch some watch watch you check the last boy scout out rock your world change your life forever do it with me forever one more forever um he was also in such films as uh i love the whole nine yards it's a funny one uh 12 monkeys with the weird eye um also such as uh look who's talking he was the voice of the baby in the look who's talking dang also uh i'm missing a couple that he did that i loved such as the sixth sense was that him was it I guess we'll never. Was he in those? Uh, it was. Yes. Let's do it. Got it. Boom. Was he in those red movies? Yes. Too? Red. He was in those red movies. See, that's what you know of him as. Well, I mean, that's one of them. I, I know him from Die Hard. Yeah. Come out to the coast. Have a few laughs. Bruce Willis is uh, definitely top five action hero of all time. Um, he's up there with, you know, like Arnold. Arnold Stallone. Yep. You know those type of guys. Um. Well, I mean, and who else? Let's. What do you mean? It's like we just started something. Uh-oh. So let's finish. You want to start it? Let's finish it. Don't start no stuff. Won't be no stuff. And where is Tom Cruise in this list? Tom Cruise is not in this list at all. Where is she? He's not in the list at all. Actually, I'm sorry. What did you say? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misheard you. Uh, he Tom Cruise sucks. Um. What did you say? Mission for the impossible? very first time. Come on now. For the very first time, Andrew's smarter than you. I don't know how it happened or what went wrong. That's a low blow. I don't right know what there. you ate this morning or what's going on inside that ponytail of yours. Okay? <laughs> but Tom Cruise is one of the greats. He's one of the best there is. He's one of the best there was. And he's one of the best that there ever will be. What about. Your uh, <laughs> Dang, I forgot about that. Dang, I loved that. That's it. And you too. And, and you, you too. And you. And you. And you. Never do it again. <gasps> Damn, Tom. Uh, where's Keanu Reeves rake on this scale? I'll put him at maybe the number five. Keanu? Six area? Ooh, I don't know. I got maybe my into my top ten. John Wick? Are you kidding me? I hear you. The what, Matrix? What about Jason Statham? Ooh, Statham's up there for sure. Um, I'd put him above The Rock. Oh, I'd put him above The Rock, too. We're leaving some, a lot of guys out there. Like, where does even Nicolas Cage rank on this list? Nick Cage. Uh, not. Con not, Air? Not hey. Welcome to The Rock. Hey. Connery? <laughs> You're best. Losers always whine about giving their best. Winners go home and the prom queen. Kyle was the prom queen. Face off? Listen, I'm going to take his face off. Nick Cage is not in the top ten. Mm, interesting. What about John Claude Van Damme? Okay, okay. Yeah, that's right. Bloodsport? Uh, are you kidding me? Eh, that's all I know him from. Okay. That one movie. Every movie was kind of like Bloodsport he was in. Um, Liam Neeson? Yes. Yeah, not bad. What about our guy, uh, um, uh, father to a murdered son, a Maximus 
Decimus Musridius. Father to a murdered son and husband to a murdered wife. Is that uh, Kurt Russell? No. And I will have my vengeance in this lifetime or the next. Highness. That is, uh, he's so fat now. He's uh, fat. Um, dang, he's uh, not Russell. It's Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. That's what I was going to say. Got it before I had to look. Let's go. I got the Russell part. Yes. There's only one real Russell now in my life. That's what happened there. What about um, Tom, uh, Tom Cruise is in the top five. I was. Just thank kidding. you, thank you. I appreciate that. What about Harrison Ford? Indy, Mister Jones. Okay, that's action hero. Han Solo, total stud. What do you think? He's probably at the bottom of the top ten. Maybe, maybe even out of the top ten. I'm getting a tweet here. <laughs> you can talk about sports? Or is this the Danny Comedy Show? Hey. Both. Hey. Well, James, it looks like I'm about to let the cat out of the bag. Yeah! I mean, will you be listening to Iron Maiden with Chris? If not, uh, I'll see I mean, you know, AJ rambling on nonsense. Give me a break, James. Okay? You work with me, I'll work with you, bro. Todd Bat Hecklar coming in. You know who Hecklar is? No. Exactly. And you, and you don't want to know. But I will mention that Pleasures has four videos for $20 lubes, oils, lotions, dongers. Totally sweet. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, back on the other side. Smiley Sports. I don't make him like this anymore, Jake. That's for sure. Okay, so see Jerry, Judy, and Russell Wilson throwing uh, to each other, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's. Uh, it was like what morning, night. Was that the only one who had total? Yeah, was sporting a total bo- uh, boner on that one. Uh, yeah, I think you were probably oh. the only one. I mean, was I the only one really excited about that? Oh no, absolutely not. That's uh, great stuff. You know, everybody was talking uh, about. Oh, where was he in the other one? And um, it's good to see him out there getting some work in with Russell Wilson. That's a good sign. I is a good sign. Do you who's the leading receiver on the Broncos roster this year? I'm gonna say it is Jerry Judy. Final answer. Final answer. Jerry. Correct! I believe that to be the case as well. I think Judy has 80 or 90 catches. I think all three guys go for over 70. And Hamler has 40. Burger. That's great production from all those guys. I mean, if you could get... Albert Oves, 42. 
That's a lot of passes. Oh, oh sorry. Um, Javante has 42. Oh. That's right. I did it. <laughs> I did it right. You know? Right. I think it's just true. I think it's... It's time. Everyone's eating. It's time for... Everyone's going to eat. Jerry Judy to have a breakout year. Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick have been getting it done with mediocre quarterbacks, and now that they have Russell Wilson, it's time for them to uh, access the best of their potential. And um, Cortland Sutton's going to be fully healthy. Is Russell Wilson a bust? Russell Wilson a bust? I mean, is um, Jerry Judy a bust as of right now? If he retired today, he'd be a bust. If he retired today, he would be a bust? Yes. (laughs) Ooh, I like the way you put that. Okay. I think what sucks the most is that there's other, you know, been other, you know, Justin Jefferson's a star. Justin Jefferson might be the next best receiver in the NFL. Like after Devontae and Tyreek, the next best receiver in the NFL might be Justin Jefferson. I'll take Jefferson over Tyreek right now. I would too. He's more like complete. He's more like prototype prototype you know then then those other guys i think i think okay let's do another little game here of the 2020 uh drafts wide receivers which i think will go down as as the the, the greatest wide receiver draft in the history of the National Football League. Tell me. You ready for these guys? Okay. So check this. Uh, number 12 overall, you have Henry Ruggs. At number 15, you have Jerry Judy. At number 17, you have C.D. Lamb. Uh, 21, you have Jalen Reger. Uh, at 22, you have Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson was the fifth. Okay? Not only the fifth receiver taken, but the re- fifth receiver taken in the first round. Brandon Ayuk went in the first round as well, 25th overall. Kind of still verdicts out on the jury's out on him still. T. Higgins, who's been a good player, went the um, with the first pick in the second round to Cincinnati. T. Higgins. Next was Michael Pittman Jr., who's a star now. He is a star now, Michael Pittman Jr., okay? We're not done yet. Uh, LaVisca Chenault was a second-round pick. K.J. Hamler, don't forget, we got another receiver in that draft, was in that draft. Chase Claypool was in that draft in the second round as well. Still not done yet. Uh, Van Jefferson, uh, second-round pick. Denzel Mims, second-round pick. And I think there might be, let me keep looking here. Uh, Brian Edwards went to the Raiders in the third round as a receiver. I really don't know who that is, to be honest with you. Uh, Devin Duvernay? Duvernay? Duvernay, yeah. Yeah, he's a Ravens receiver, right? Yeah, he's not bad. He's a, he went in the third round that year, and I think, I mean, is that not the greatest receiving, you know, list of guys that went in one class ever? Gabriel Davis went to the Bills in the fourth round. What do you think? I think it's either number one or number two ever. 
Um, the only reason I say it might be number two is because Henry Ruggs will probably never play in the NFL ever again. Well, and Justin Jefferson's such a, you know, but also look at all of those guys from the Claypools to the Pittman Juniors to, again, the cream of the crop, Justin T. Jefferson. Higgins, who was just in the A Super good player, Bowl. a really good player. Okay. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, bro. He's a star. He's a star. He's a great player. He ran Amari Cooper out of uh, out of Dallas. Yeah, he did. You're right. All right. Uh, what else? Uh, looking at um, the over-unders for the AFC West. They just came out not too long ago. What are these totals? These season totals? Uh, the, the yeah, season yeah. totals and win totals, all that. Let's do it. On... The other side. No, but can we ask this what else for like two or three minutes, and then we'll do that on the other side. You're good. Yeah. Look at you. Um, you I'll, should be a producer or something. I know, right? I, it's like I do this for a living or something. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about the uh, the NBA playoffs and the Nuggets, and everybody got mad at the Nuggets for kind of manipulating the seeding a couple years ago where they're like, oh, you got to play – Whoever you play, you don't want to lose games. You don't want to rest your yeah. rest your starters okay. um, just to get a different playoff matchup. That, okay, that shows okay. that you're scared. Keep um, going. What are you, where are you going? Where are you going with this? Do you think the Nuggets are going to do that again and try to get the sixth seed, or do you think they'll just keep winning at, at all costs? And I think in your mind, you might have some kind of plan, but the plan only goes according to if you win that night or lose that night. I don't think they're throwing any kind of games. And depending on maybe the last game of the NBA's regular season, depending on if they want to sit guys or not, if it matters or not, it might seem like that. But I'd say no. I'd say I'd say no. I, I You know, I, what I've always said, the Nuggets are the way they built this and the way they went from Melo to the you know, Chauncey, Coach Carl, the teardown Brian shot throughout this process. They never went the 76ers, losers, trust the process, let's get the number one or number two or number three overall pick stuff. So that's why I think the basketball gods are going to shine upon the uh, Nuggets, and that's why I think we were graced with the Serbian basketball god, that is Nikola Jokic, then the Nuggets NBA basketball player. If okay. I'm the Nuggets, I go for the fourth seed. I want to be, I want home oh, court. Oh, yeah, home court. That's, I think, if that's achievable, that's the highest priority. It's definitely if that's achievable. achievable that's most definitely the highest priority because that you know first round playoff series at home could be the difference. And then how it all shakes is maybe someone else gets knocked off by a lower seed, um, and then you get that low seed because you're now one of the uh, four the high, higher four seeds. So I do think you just play hard. I don't think that's Michael Malone style. Uh, I... When I feel cold, you want me. And when I feel I can't go oh. you come and hold me. And it's you and me forever. Dang. Are girls named Sarah anymore? I don't know any Sarahs or Jennifers anymore. There's definitely Sarah's out there now yes. no one's naming their kid Sarah or Jennifer anymore like though. a newborn yes you know you probably can't not go. now but why don't you stay until, until tomorrow. tomorrow let's go to break 303-831-1340 hotline go fast energy drink text line damn 
you know, all you got to do is say so. When you feel cold, I warn you. And when you feel you can't go on, I'll come and hold you. It's you and me. Smiley Sports. We about to get down. get down Who the hottest in the world right now Just touched down in London town Bet they give me a pound Oh, it's good, Kanye in my hand right now. Yes. Set up a motor, we need more seats We just, just sold, sold out, out all the floor seats. seats Take me on a trip, I'd like to go someday The fun one Anilo dropped a bomb on me today Oh, oh hold on Jake, stop the show! <laughs> this song is 14 years old today. What? Really, really nice 14 years old. It's uh, that is insane. I feel old. It's confidence speaking. This is nice. They don't make them like this anymore. No, it's officially a throwback. No, what I mean by that is Kanye sucks now. Bit of a. Magoo. <laughs> you are a hater. No, he's crazy. Um, All the great ones are a little crazy, aren't they? Um, no. Yes, we are. <laughs> See what Good did. one. <laughs> <laughs> we got a text from our guy, uh, Dirty Mike and the Boys. Oh, what they say? I love those guys. They say, thanks a lot, Jake. Now the boys want to fire up Risky Business and have a Tom Cruise marathon. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Just yeah, that's a good one. Cocktail? Come on. I mean, Top Gun for what it was back in the day was just like overrated. I'm sorry, what? Huh? You're just trying to hurt me, and it's working. Give me my donut back. Did you eat it? Uh, yes. Go poop it out. I want my donut back. Go throw it up. Vanilla. Can you work these buttons, Anillo? Ah, damn it. Andrew can barely do it. Never mind. Uh, let's see here. Kaepernick. Did you see that? I heard that he's talking with the Seahawks a little bit. Really? I didn't I hear that. That's didn't better than that? my stuff. What he, What happened? Oh, you tell me, actually. No, he was going to be an honorary captain at the spring game for Michigan football. Okay. Yeah. And he's just a little piece of him still, like, working out and training. And he was, like, offering... He said, I want to, you know, it's uh, miss running routes to real NFL guys. Instead of just guys, does anyone want to come run routes with me or something like that? I don't know. Interesting. But uh, I, I saw that he was working out with Tyler Lockett, and Lockett was campaigning to try to get maybe Kaepernick on the Seahawks. And if Kaepernick was on the Seahawks right now, Lock, Geno Smith, and Kaepernick could be the best quarterback on the, on the roster. One, two, three, Ka- Kaepernick. Interesting. Drew Locke sucks. Uh, Geno Smith sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pete Carroll said that they haven't, you know, discussed anything further than just that one workout. They have nothing to lose. They- Literally nothing to lose. And even the theoretical uh, notion and idea of maybe competing, you know, is va- more valuable than the drafting of Malik Willis. Oh, oh yeah! What? Yes. No, they're gonna draft the Malik. simple notion and um, like possibility 
of, well, we trimmed a bunch of fat. We're leaner now. We had kind of a youth movement from top to bottom, a little bit of a culture shift, a little bit of a every guy kind of man's got to man up and do it because Russell's not going to do it for us. And Colin Kaepernick in here in run game, a little bit transformed, go back to some of the things that Pete Carroll really loves defense and running the ball. They might think that they can go compete with that, and that might keep them away from Malik Willis. <laughs> Damn. You might be on something. Yeah, I am. But, no, I don't think they're, they've got the – the gall and the, the gusto to pull a move like that off. D. Carroll's got that enough um, <sighs> cred where he, he can pull something like that off. Well, I mean. Why wouldn't, like, the Steelers call Kaepernick? Or, like. I don't know. We've had this conversation for, what, ten six, years? seven years now at this point where he can at least be better than your backup. What mic number is this? This is mic number two. Okay. Because I had to cough. You didn't hear right, it because right. that's the magic of radio. So uh, before the break, I mentioned the uh, mm-hmm. over-under totals okay. for you know each AFC yes. West Go, girl. team. And the Broncos. Let me guess. Where are the Broncos? Or do you want to go from? Do you want to you do name the a team last? and I'm going to tell you okay. what they are. All right. We'll go. We'll start with the Kansas City Chiefs. Last year, they were at twelve. They're at twelve again. They're at eleven. I was gonna say eleven and a half. Keep going. The Las Vegas Raiders last year, they were at ten. They're at ten. They're at eight and a half. What? I don't. I don't see how that. I don't think they're going happens. over. Now that I say it. I'm just the perception of them is greater than what I think, but Vegas keeps it real. I got to go back to thinking uh, smart. Sorry, Vegas is smart. Los Angeles Chargers. Um, same eight and a half. Ten. What? Big cheer. Keep going. And lastly, the Denver Broncos in the AFC West. Ten. They're at ten. Let's go. Okay. Do you think uh, who wins that division? The Broncos. Broncos win the division. Yeah. The Chiefs are like all that, yeah. Their best players, the second best player on the Chiefs team is not on the team anymore. Their second best player is not on the team anymore. Or their best player other than Patrick Mahomes. However, any other way you want to frame it up is not on that team anymore, and they will not be as good for it. 100%. He's going to make that. That makes everything more difficult for Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, the run game. I actually think Honey Badger's like a mystical figure, too. He's one of these guys who anywhere he goes is some kind of leadership quality type of thing that he brings. Like a almost like a Talib factor. A Talib factor the Honey Badger has. Honey Badger don't care. You feel me? Yeah, 100%. I mean, he has that it factor. Yeah. He, you know, brings a lot of energy. To the defense, uh, he's got that attitude that you you want your safety to have. Um, so I think that's going to be a, a pretty big loss. But Justin Reed is is a decent uh, safety in this league. So uh, they they downgraded in both the positions that they've lost in safety and receiver. Even though they added you know MVS and Juju, and they might draft a guy too. Who knows? Start replacing the Byron Pringles. If there's one team that flames out in this division, who's it going to be most likely going to be? I think it's going to be the Raiders. 
Really? There's not the Chargers have a chance to fall flat on their face? Um, I think it's the Raiders, too. But I, Raiders. I'm also an official Raider hater, though. I've been Chargers, official for a lot of years. Chargers are going to Charger. You know, that's just what they do. That's what they've 500? done. 500? Uh, no, I think they'll, they'll... Bigger injury or two training camp? Offensive Keenan line Allen. Injuries. Yeah, Keenan Allen can't stay healthy to uh, save Akers. Why were not Akers? Uh, Eckler. Eckler. Some, something's going to happen. Heckler. Where, something's going to happen where the Chargers don't win the division. They're, I could see them winning nine games and getting in the wild card. Do you think... Okay, was there a perception going into the playoffs or at the, the last week of the regular season that the... Go back in time. Wow. Let's go back in time. Ready? <laughs> was there a perception that um, the Chargers were every bit as good as the Bengals? Yes, absolutely. Of course, of course right? So don't you think Chargers people think that could have been us? Yeah, absolutely. That makes what happened at the end of the season not making the playoffs and having the chance to even compete even like that much more gut-wrenching and like despicable or something. It hurts. And you your can- head coach is supposed to get you into the playoffs and he cost you with one moment a playoff bid just cuz of one timeout. Damn. And, um, you know, you could say the same thing about the Broncos. They had a really close game against the Bengals last year, too, and they fell apart down the stretch. But now that they have a real quarterback, that changes everything. So I I think you're right. The Broncos have a great chance, a great opportunity to win this division. All right. Let's go to break. What were you going to say? Do the Broncos go over? Yeah, 10? Oh, yeah. The Broncos win 11 or 12 games. There's 17 games now. I don't see how this team could lose more than five or six games. I see. I just believe that. 12 wins. I think 11 or 12 is right around the magic number. Uh, for anyone who thinks, it, one thing we do know from like. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, nice thing like Urban Joe or something. Um, what was I saying? Sports, sports, life, and love. Uh, the one thing about something. Come on. Hold on. I got it. Yes! Watch this. The one thing we do know about the Hall of Fame quarterback at the new destination is that there's always a little bit of stumble out of the gates. The Broncos were 2-3 and three that first year in 2012 with Peyton and Tampa Bay. We just talked about it. Uh, Tom Brady threw all those picks against the Saints in that game, and they kind of had to find their way through the first four, five, six, seven games of the season. So say the Broncos are 2-2, two and 3-3, two, and three, they get hot, put it together because they're that good. And they're going to be coordinated at a very high level. And then I love them too. So, you know. Who is this, actually? Bob Seeger. Oh. It is? Yeah. Huh. Okay. It's Tommy Two Tone, Lover Boy, Virgin Blossoms, and your headliner, Bob Seegers, and the Silver Bullet Band. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Huh. Take that for data. Take that for data. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, it's one hour in the books, hour number two. Want to hear from you guys in hour number two. Back on the other side, Mountain Sports.